Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone, from business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? Visit viralgrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A-D-W-E-E-K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan. Hello and welcome to Homework, the marketing podcast that is not about marketing. Today I'm very happy because I have my very good friend, Caroline Everson, with us and her husband, Doug. Caroline is a very accomplished executive currently. She's in the board of Coca-Cola. She was at Meta for over 10 years where I had the privilege to work with her. She also worked at Viacom and Microsoft and most recently was the president of Instacart. Her her husband, Doug, is a also a very accomplished executive with 40 years in the pharmaceutical industry. He His last experience was with Merck, where he spent a little over 30 years. So welcome. Welcome, guys. Thank, Thank you for you so having much. us. We're excited to be here. It's so great that we actually have the opportunity to, to, to talk to you guys. So I, I always like to start with the same questions. How did you guys meet? All right, your turn. Ah, <laughs> so uh, we actually worked together. I was I was at Astra Merck, which was a company that is now AstraZeneca. We we're starting the company up. Carolyn was actually with Anderson Consulting, now with Censure, and she got assigned to my project. And we just... Um, we worked through a lot of different things together and we just became extraordinarily good friends and and that was kind of it uh he's not telling the good part of the story antonio go for it go for it carolyn cannot wait (laughs) so so the, the more detail behind the story is that he was not happy with his project team and the partner at anderson said to him well i don't have anybody else other than this young person she really doesn't have much experience at all but she's eager and you know she'll try her best and so i was sent to the dallas airport where Doug and his team had a small conference room at the American Airlines part of the terminal. And I walked in and it was all men and me. And (laughs) they were much older than I was. And I sat and listened for about, what, two hours? About two hours. And I looked over at her and about two hours into the meeting, she gives me one of these looks like, 
what's going on what's here. going this on this doesn't no one's making any sense and no one's accomplished anything and i looked over at her and i gave her one of these back i had no idea where she was going maybe she had to needed a break <laughs> she had to go to the bathroom i just didn't know at which point she stood up and she basically said well we've been here for about two hours we really haven't accomplished anything whatsoever and this is what i think we need to accomplish by the time we leave here today in order for this meeting to be successful and she basically took over the meeting and when we walked out of that meeting we had our marching orders and it was a very successful meeting and it kind of it really did change the path of the partnership that we were working on with this other company. So that's how we met. That's um, uh, that, that, years ago. that's amazing. What what's interesting is that that was the first meeting when you met her. I've I have seen Carolyn do exactly the same thing so many times with so many companies and in so yes. many countries around the world. So it must be a vintage Carolyn type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. I don't know what it is, but we he became actually a really great friend first and and that was 27 years ago. We just celebrated our 25th wedding anniversary, May 17th. So we got married in 1997. Ironically got married at Disney. Exactly, which means wow. Life comes full circle a little bit. Yeah. That well, congratulations on the 25th. That's remarkable. And between the two of you, I know I know the two twins that are now in two amazing institutions and are very accomplished athletes and scholars. And, and Doug, you have two sons as well. Yes, yes. My older boys are Kevin and Andy, and Kevin lives very close to Duke, where our daughter Kennedy goes to school. And my son Andy and his family uh, live about six blocks away from us here in Montclair, New Jersey. So it's great having everybody close. And, and we together. have three grandchildren. And, and grand, grandkids, Doug? Three grandchildren. Yep, exactly. Yes. Carter, Avery, who live in North Carolina, and Beckham, who lives real close to us here in Montclair. Wow. So it's, a, it's, a, it's fun. It's so much fun for, I, I always liked bigger families. You know, I came, my brother and I were, it was just my brother and I, and we're super, super close. But now when we get together, we have the opportunity to have Andy and Mandy and Beckham, Kevin, Catherine, Carter, Avery, Taylor and Kennedy, my family. It's just, it's, that's what we try to do now for our vacations to all be together, yep. which has been great. That's a that, that 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 that's remarkable. I you know we we work together. I've known you for many years. You're probably one of the most present leaders that I know. And when I mean present, I mean when you're in a meeting, you're in a meeting. But you're also present geographically. You you have traveled the world ten times over, like I like I did. Yet at the same time, you were able to attend lacrosse matches school activities how did you guys make it all work out yeah it's um i appreciate you saying that i don't know if we we have we certainly don't have the perfect formula i don't know if anybody does but you know doug was offered an opportunity to retire early from Merck at the age of about 55. 55 yeah and so that was right at the early stages of my facebook journey and that was a joint decision that we made and we made it really in the interest of the girls because we you know they had a wonderful nanny that was a huge part of our family for many many years but there is something about having a parent be consistently present and when Doug was given that opportunity I was, as you said, I mean, my Facebook role had me traveling about 90% of the time, doing three to 400,000 miles a year. 
And so it just made sense for the family to have him be home with the girls in addition to having the support that we had in the house. And, you know, what I have learned looking back on that time is that obviously we're super grateful that he did that. Although in the beginning, I will admit I wasn't great about it. I remember asking him very early on when I came home, probably from some crazy trip, what did you do today? Pretty much just that way. How was your day? You know, how versus what are is a very important distinction for when you have a a one parent uh, staying at home. You know, I I thought he was gonna, you know, he was gonna explode. And I realized then that, you know, that was pretty judgmental, because, you know, I looked at my day of having a gazillion meetings or getting on planes and I, to say what was was not probably the right thing. So I never made that mistake again. It went from what to how, uh, and I learned my lesson. But what I did learn, Antonio, based on COVID, honestly, was that I did make it back for pretty much all the big moments. I would do crazy things. I would go to Singapore for a day and be back for a lacrosse game. London, 24 hours, did that all the time. Constant red eyes from California. So I made the big moments, but I missed a lot of the small moments. And COVID made me realize that, you know, when we were able to sit down and have dinner every night as a family consistently, when I was able to, you know, pop in their bedroom every night before they went to bed, see them in the morning, you miss a lot of those moments. I can't take those back. I think if you were to ask Taylor and Kennedy, they would say that mom was there all the time. She always made it work. But I think there is something to be said about being there for the small moments, too. And I share that in the spirit as we think about the new normal for whatever working situation we all might be in coming out of the pandemic. I just think thinking about both the small and the big moments is something I would like to make sure people think about. And how how was it for you, Doug? You know, it was a change, but it was one of those things that people do all the time. You know, I, I think the the thing that surprised me is that so many, in a much more of a traditional approach, women are, oftentimes will be the people that are just expected to stay at home. And I, I always questioned why it was so different for a guy to make that decision and stay at home and, and, and be there for the kids. I mean, we always talk about, you know, Team Everson and the fact that we really approach this as a team effort. And it worked out well for us. Again, we always say, you know, it worked out well for us, may not work out well for everybody. But when the girls needed somebody to drive them to practice, when the girls needed some help around school, when there's when there was something that needed to be done, it was nice to have a parent there. And that, again, it worked out well for us. I'm not saying it's right for everybody. The, uh, it was, it was funny though, Antonio, I got, I, I think I got like fired from a lot of household jobs. Like as sure. a result, my girls, you know, they think like, I don't even know how to use like the dishwasher or the washing machine, which of course <laughs> I know how to do. I'm just, you know, they tend to tell me that I'm like a disaster in the kitchen. Like I create more of a mess. And Doug picked up a lot of the, even though we had help in the house, like he makes the bed better than I do. I prefer to just lay on the bed and do an angel, like a snow angel and make it look like it's made. And he's like, has it perfect. And so he makes the bed. Mrs. Mrs. Everson taught us well. His mom taught <laughs> And my mom taught me how to clean and do these things, but he's just better at a lot of that stuff. So we kind of divide up the responsibilities in the house in maybe a non-traditional way. Yeah. 
Doug, what was hardest for you as you transition? I mean, you had a really big job in a really big company, and then all of a sudden you you make this decision, which was the right decision. What was hardest? Yeah, I, I, I don't know if anything was really hard about it. I think the, the questions that I would get would like, you know, how can you be a stay-at-home dad? You know, why are you doing that? When are you going to go back to work? Isn't it going to be hard for you to actually become a stay-at-home dad? Those were the things that I had a little bit of difficulty handling because you don't really have uh, a standard answer for that. You can say you did it for the kids. You could say you did that so that you could be much more supportive of your wife, you know, but I never really had an answer that just came natural to me. So, I also think, Antonio, our society, we're really wrapped up in the identity of our jobs. Yes. And, you know, one of the first things that people do, we're all guilty of it, right? When you meet somebody new, is eventually within like probably three to 10 questions, you're asking them what they do for a living. Yeah. And so, you know, there would be a lot of moments where I think people would ask that of Doug and I would observe like, you know, it, t it takes a moment. It's like, well, he wants, you know, we were really proud that he was a stay at home dad, but that's sometimes not understood by folks. And even my own identity was totally wrapped up in my job. Although I tried to always be clear that being a mom was the most important job that I've ever had and will ever have. But I do think society, we, we ask too many questions about what people do. Totally agree. Totally, to totally agree. Caroline and, and, and Doug, I also know that through, through the pandemic, in addition to all the complexities that we all had to deal with you guys, like many people of our, our generation, had to deal with aging parents, parents that were getting rather sick. How do you how do you make that work? You know, they call us the sandwich generation, I think. Right. I think that's the right term. I don't know if it, it's it's basically the concept that, you know, you're taking care of your kids and trying to get them launched in life at the same time the roles reverse and you become parents to your own parents. And that clearly happened on my side, probably, you know, a lot more than it did on Doug's side of the, of the equation. My dad got very, very sick in the fall of 2019, right before the pandemic. And we lost him December 11th of 2019. And that rocked our world. It certainly rocked my world because he was my biggest sort of fan. Doug has done an amazing job, you know, stepping into that role as well. But my dad was somebody that was just always there for me. That then led right into the pandemic. And my mother, who had been married to him for almost 58 years, frankly, didn't remember life without him, went into, you know, a really, really difficult period of time. I think it was a combination of the loss of my father plus the pandemic. And she wound up being diagnosed with severe depression and anxiety. And, you know, those first few months of, you know, being in the home, quarantined, we had Andy and Mandy living with us. It was before Beckham was born. We had their dog. We had my mother's dog. We had six dogs in the house. The house was full. And my, there were days where my mom didn't want to get out of bed at all and, and face the day. And that was And then I was trying to manage my job. And I, you know, you put your face on to go in front of a Zoom to lead your team. And everyone around the world is in this crazy period of uncertainty. It tests your limits for sure. It really, it really did. And, you know, what I have learned is that so many people have to deal, are dealing with aging parents or parents that are getting sick, but we don't talk about it enough. 
And we really need to be there to support each other because this is a very difficult stage of life. And when you lose a parent, you join a club that you never wanted to be part of. And it has a profound impact on, on your life. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. What, 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 what do, I mean, g- given both of your experience in the corporate world and, and, and boards, etc., what, what should companies do much better in, in, in order for us to deal with this? Because this, this will become a forever problem. And I, I think that coming out of the pandemic, it, be, it, it, it became, be, became much more accentuated. There's no question. I mean, I think, you know, we as a society have to move forward. I think companies are going to have to really think about this as a reality and potentially offer more benefits and understanding as people go through this stage of life. And what I mean by that is like, it's amazing to see now how so many companies are trying to offer similar paternity leave, right, with maternity leave. And I always believed as a leader that I wanted the men to be as engaged with their children or their aging parents as the women so that it didn't become a women's thing. It's just a people thing. This is like life, right? We have, we have children, we have parents to take care of, things happen. And I think that this is going to be the same for aging parents. I, there's, there's companies now, I mean, Unilever's talking about menopause leave, And like being supportive of women that are going through that. And so the more I think aware we are, the more we talk about it. It's very much like mental health, Antonio. Like I think the more we talk about it, we have a shared understanding that this journey that we're all going through called life is messy. It's complicated. It's wonderful. It's beautiful. It's all of the above. But companies need to have a a, a huge sense of empathy for, you know, when people every day are trying to perform, there's a lot going on in people's lives behind the scenes. I used to say to my team, especially during COVID, there's the life that's going on behind the Zoom. So when you get on with your client or your team and they look like everything's okay, 
you have no idea what might have just happened before they jumped on the Zoom. You don't know if they got an upsetting phone call, if they're trying to manage a sick child, if they're trying to, you know, whatever they're juggling. And I just think we just need a deeper human understanding. And I think leadership, I really hope the lessons from COVID around leadership and the human qualities of leadership continue. I am a little worried as I've seen companies go back that people are putting on their like, what I call their company armor, right? So they put on their, you know, their face and their clothes and they walk into the company, you know, the actual headquarters or the offices. And I worry they're going to lose the human touch that people had when you were inviting people into your home because you had to during COVID. So I really hope leaders take and don't lose some of those lessons. Agreed. And, and Doug, what, what should we do to improve the life of stay-at-home dads? Well, I, again, I think the, the kind of the overarching thought is it's not necessarily the stay-at-home dad or the stay-at-home mom. It's the stay-at-home parent, the parent that actually has those responsibilities. And it are, you know, they're actually doing the things that need to be done around the home so that their part can actually go out and be able to do what, what they need to do, they want to do, they desire to do. So if you if you approach it as teamwork, if you approach it as a joint effort, and I think if companies understand that and are a little bit more empathetic to that, I think that would be a, a great step forward. One of the things that Carolyn did when she was at Facebook, and I think it's it's a small gesture but an important gesture, she would actually send gifts at the end of the year to the spouses with a small note, very personalized note saying, thank you so much for you know, for doing what you do so that your husband or your wife could actually do what they do. And it was such a nice gesture. And I think that that's something that a lot of managers, a lot of leaders could actually learn from and incorporate into their their leadership. That's great. Now you guys are empty nesters. I, I cannot believe it, that, Carolyn. You guys are empty yeah. nesters now. Well, you say empty nesters, but we have a boxer that continues That's to right. cry in the background. So I'm going to go deal with that empty bring, nest. I'll be right back. bring her closer to yeah, us. Um, so so, so what's, what's next for you guys now? I mean, so, it's, a, it's, know, it's an exciting period. It is. You know, D- Doug and I are in a, like, a really interesting phase of life because, and I think a lot of this contributed to people asking me, you know, why did you leave Facebook when you did? And how are you thinking about next, you know, your future? And that year that I left, it was 2021. I had, was turning 50. I had been there over a decade and the girls were going to college, which was going to be this huge life transition. I think what I what we didn't understand fully is when you have division one athletes and both of them happen to be athletes, you wind up seeing them a lot. You know, they had, just to give you perspective, they had 34 games this past spring between the two of them, 17 each regular season. Then they went into postseason as well. Doug and I made it to 32 of the 34 games and which meant we saw them a lot. Every weekend, starting in February through May, we were with one or the other or both. And so we feel very much a part of their college experience. Some days, some nights, maybe too much when I think I'm 18 and not try to hang out with the, you know, the, the, the lacrosse players. But I, it's actually been wonderful because for especially like Doug was home, you know, every day with them growing up. But 
I wasn't. I simply wasn't. And so for me to feel like I can be this engaged in their college experience and know their team players and meet the parents, it's just been incredibly rewarding. And it actually contributed to me really thinking about my next phase of my career because I thought to myself at the end of their spring season, they've got three years of this left. That's it. And the first year went by in a snap. And I thought to myself, okay, I could go and be a, try to be a CEO. And if I do that, I know myself, I'm going to wind up disappearing for multiple years. And while I'll do my best to make some of the games, I will not be as present in their lives. And I thought, you know what? I'm still young. I don't need to go do that right. And I really made the decision to pursue a portfolio approach, which, you know, includes the two boards. It will include a private equity advisory role, which, you know, I'll be announcing shortly. And I do a bunch of nonprofit work. And and between Doug and I, we are having so much fun spending time together that I didn't want to give that up either. Because, Antonio, I've met so many people along the way. And you hear of these, like, horrifically sad and tragic stories of people working, 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 and they're putting everything off, their travel, time with family, their hobbies, until that day that they retire completely, and then one of them gets sick, or one of them is not there. And, you know, while I pray, of course, that that, if that doesn't happen to us, you, I just feel like life is short, and so for now, we're, we're blessed that we're able to have this flexible and sort of portfolio approach. And I think we're really enjoying it. Absolutely. I'm, 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 I'm so glad. I, I, I just want to close. Carolyn, if you don't mind sharing with, sh- sharing with our audience your approach to creating memories. Ah. <laughs> so I actually have to credit somebody that you probably remember from your days at PepsiCo, Nestor Carbonell yes. used to run sort of global policy and, and really help PepsiCo, as I understand it, you know, expand internationally. We're very close to his son, Jose Carbonell, and early on in our sort of parent journey, our kids were less than two when we met them, Jose's dad, Nestor, and his mom did these family trips once a year where they would gather everybody together. He would do a presentation around it. He did a PowerPoint and a slideshow and it was this whole thing. And he did it and he explained it to me. He said, you just have to continue to create moments to bring people together and to create memories. And it really left an imprint on, on us. And so you know, we have we have consistently now done that. We have a family motto, which I know the girls are probably sick of hearing after 20 years of life is short, create memories. And those memories, Antonio, as a nod to both the big moments and the small moments, they can be the, you know, once a year incredible family, you know, get togethers, but they can also like be really cherishing the smallest memory and moment as well. And we have no idea how long we're on this planet. Certainly, I hope we're here for a lot longer. But in the scheme of life, we're here for a speck of time. And so I just think each day you've got to really think about being grateful. Every day you wake up and your family is healthy, that's a day to be grateful and to try to create the most of it. So life is short, create memories. 
I absolutely love it. And I love you guys. So thank you very much to, for spending the time with us. I, we, we need to do dinner. The, the yes, first. Oh, we, we, we absolutely we, adore. We, we have too much, too much to doing. catch up on. So yes. all the best to both of thank you in this wonderful new phase. And looking forward to seeing you soon. Thank you very much for thank spending time with us. Thank you for everything you're doing too. Thank you so much. All right. Great seeing you guys. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Homework, part of the AdBeat Podcast Network and ACAST Creator Network. This podcast was produced by Monica Bernal, executive produced by Al Manorino and John Heil, and edited by Lane McGibney at Batwell Studios. You can listen and subscribe to all of AdWeek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcasts. Stay updated on all things AdWeek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at adweekpodcasts. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, send us an email at podcast at adweek.com. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming, to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.